Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Crunchy Bars. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Delicious and convenient, both their toasted almond and lemon almond flavors have two grams of net carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein, all in a satisfying crunch. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Bars are now available in the granola bar aisle at Walmart. Are you ready? Let's make some noise. Come on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Broad Street Line. We are back and better than ever. And by we, I mean myself, Roy Burton, and my tag team partner, the man that some call Miro, the man that some call Rusev, but the man we all call Chris Domingo. Mr. Domingo, how are you doing this fine? Air code is always Saturday morning, sir. Yes, I will not be jumping radio stations. <laughs> yes, we are back. We are better than ever. And again, I'm we got a lot to talk about, man. A lot to talk about. Unlike some, we will not be kicked off of radio stations for saying that people can't read. <laughs> have a lot to get into on this edition of the Broadstreet Line because. <laughs> Football is back, my friend. We made it. We didn't think we'd make it, but we made it. Man, there was back. college football on last weekend. Yes. Like, I don't even know. Like, is there, like, can someone tell me what conferences are actually playing? So the ACC is playing. The SEC is playing. The SEC is playing. Uh, the the AAC the, the the is playing. Play. The Big 12, the Big 10 is not playing soon. Okay. The Pac 10's not playing, or Pac 12's not playing soon. Uh, the Big 12 kind of tried to start last week, but then they had some tests and some things didn't happen. So I think okay. the official starts this week. But yeah. So Big 12, ACC, SEC. Yes. They're okay. playing. But, so you know what, but you know what all is playing? What's that? The National Football League. The National Football League. I have no idea how we got there. You know what? Like, like someone said, man, the NFL, like, and, and you know what? Kudos to them, man. They're testing like crazy. Mm-hmm. They were like, I mean, if you have a belief in, and you have the resources to do something, by all means, do it. Like, because there are a lot of pessimistic people, myself included. I was like, nah, they're not going to get to, they're not going to get to this point. Like, the te- the testing will be too high. Shout out to the the NFL and the players too mm-hmm. for kind of staying like I don't know within like with it be be reasonable. Like I yeah. don't know, not going Dan Danwell House. Like I, I like things <laughs> like that. We're like. Because obviously it takes some sacrifice from them not to to depart from what they would normally do. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Guys, guys are moving differently than they would have before. And again, like you said, this is thirty-two teams. This is eighty players on you know the, on the opening opening squads before the cutdowns, and you have all the support staff and the coaches and all that stuff. Again, if you look at it at a grand scale, it's probably like close to four or five thousand people. Who are doing things or are changing their lifestyle in order for an NFL season to happen? They, how, novel, how novel of a concept is that? Slightly adjusting your life for the greater good so you can earn a living. I, I mean, like I don't know. Like they really are. They really are a template on how everyone should live. The last round of NFL tests so it was last week. One player tested positive for coronavirus. One. One. That's, like I like you know what? I'm a numbers guy, but I'm like whole like. That is in that's beyond impressive, and mm-hmm. you know what? People give them grief, and 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 they should for a lot of the stuff the NFL does. But they got this this COVID testing, and 
every everyone's on board because you know what? Mm-hmm. These dudes want to make money, and they and they know they're not going to make as much money in the next few years. But they're like, you know what? This year, we just not going to go to the club. <laughs> yeah. Now, now things are going to change because again, you're going to put 16 teams on planes this weekend, and te- teams are going to be out of their home markets, and you know they're going to move a little bit differently. But again. A lot of teams are cutting down travel. A lot of teams are kind of restricting what players can do on the road. We will see what happens because we saw what happened in baseball when the Marlins got out on, on them streets and on those Atlanta streets. We saw what happened with the Cardinals when they went to the casino, allegedly. All right. <laughs> so we'll see what happens with the NFL. We have a lot of stuff to talk about. Again, NFL heavy show today on the Broad Street Line. We have a lot of stuff to talk about when it comes to the Eagles. Of course, this is our season preview show. So you know what that means. We preview the season. And we have the predictions, ladies and gentlemen. The annual spreadsheet. The spreadsheet is back. Are you ready, it, sir? You know what? I I, I got to give full disclosure. It, it it's not as accurate because I oh. I just can't like I I mean in good <laughs> conscience, I like I like I will I'll call myself out. I can't accurately like I need some sort of evidence. Like like data is a. A, a project of something you observe. Mm-hmm. What have I observed? Jeff McClain's videos. You have observed again. If you have watched, Twitter. if you have watched the local news, because again, <laughs> one station out of the one local station can film practice for twenty minutes every day. <laughs> so if you watch the local news, you could see twenty minutes of guys stretching, and then extrapolate that out to sixteen games. Oh, sorry, I forgot. <laughs> I get stories too. Yeah, no, there, there's, there's nothing to base this. Everybody is guessing this year because we. Yeah, have no, nothing. no, like, like honestly, Roy, I don't feel like there aren't are any experts in this because this is a once in a lifetime thing. Where I, I, I mean, like fantasy football is another thing where, like, mm-hmm. you don't like. I, I mean, there is, there is a level of prognostication involved, but you're like going off the prognostication. You're just like, damn, you're winging it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of guessing, a lot of winging. But again, we will we will do our best to yeah. we will endeavor to to make um, twenty twenty a little bit clearer for you guys listening to the show. A lot yeah, of football no, to get to. I yeah. apologize. Like next oh, year, no. I will go back to my full blown reconciliation mm. of, of of all the percentages. But but this year is like this year is different for me too. So you know what? I should get a pass. It's you know, it's different for everybody. It's different, again, no no apologies needed here on the Broadway line. We're going to talk football. We're going to give you our predictions on division winners and wild cards and Super Bowls and all that good stuff. And we got to talk some basketball as well because basketball, again, they went into the bubble. They're still in the bubble. Um, some people may have entered the bubble. Who knows? We haven't found out specifics with the Rocket situation. But there's been some entertaining basketball that races haven't been watching. Um, yeah. so, so we have to discuss that as well. Of course, that basketball hasn't involved the Sixers who are looking – for a new coach, they said they were clean house when it comes to came to the front office. So no, no, hasn't happened. No houses have been cleaned so far. So we will talk <laughs> some basketball. We'll talk some football on a very loaded edition of the Broad Street Line. As we always say, sit back, relax, take a ride on the Broad Street Line. The future of Sports Talk Radio has finally arrived. Any shout out, sir? No. Shout out, as always, to you guys for listening to us and supporting us here on 106.5 FM WPPM LP Philadelphia. You can find all of our past shows wherever you get your podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Player.fm, Google Play, which will soon be YouTube Music, and Spotify. Just do a search for the Broad Street Line and subscribe and download us to your phone, your iPad, your MP3-enabled device. If you're in Philly, you can listen to us every Saturday at 10 a.m. on the TuneIn app. 
to search for Philly Cam and tune in and listen to the show each and every Saturday and check us out. And if you're on the Twitter machine, please give us a follow. He is at SKD215. I am at the BS line. Obviously, we'll be talking a lot of football this weekend. Anything else in particular? Celtics, Raptors, Game 7. Yes. How the hell did we get to a Game 7? Because this is not exaggeration that 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 the Raptors were a Kyle Lowry miracle pass mm-hmm. and an OG Adenobi miracle – I don't say miracle shot. A very difficult shot at the buzzer from this series going 3-0. Yes. So, I, I mean, like – this this is probably going to be the the series of the playoffs. I don't think like this is you got two great teams, two great coaches, two great team, two a lot of great players. So hope because honestly, other than that, I mean these 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 what what is it divisional or or second round Eastern um, conference bowl well, conference semifinals yeah. conference semifinals have been rather dull. Yeah, they've been pretty dull because again, we had we had a good uh, first round was better than it usually is. That that Jazz Nuggets series is really good, um, but the first round again for the Sixers was terrible. Uh, but by and large, it was better than it was. But yeah, like the, the other the other three series, you know, so far haven't been good. But yeah, Chris is going to be talking about finals, that. Like regardless of who wins between the Raptors and the Celtics, you're getting really you're getting the heavyweights. I, I mean, mm-hmm. like you're getting the battle of L.A. and and. Jimmy Butler versus like being angry against the Celtics or the Raptors. Yeah, no. So yeah, we're gonna get some really good basketball this weekend out of the bubble. I will be tweeting about my favorite sport returning this weekend. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. What soccer? The Blues are back, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, uh, 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 all, right, all right, we gotta talk after this. I I need to know what what is the first when does what is this EPL Premier League? English Premier League, yes. Well, when does when, when does it officially start? Does it start tomorrow? I believe Saturday is the first day. Okay. Yeah. So English Premier League is back. Chelsea doesn't play until Monday, but the Blues are back. My dude, Christian Pulisic got the number ten jersey. So, but but he'll play. Like so, he's he's recovering. Oh, he's playing. He's, playing. he's good. He's good. Okay. Right, well, oh, I assume he's good. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to stop. I assume he's good. I saw he got the number ten jersey, which is a big thing in the soccer. If you get the number 10 jersey, that means, like, you're bad. You're, like, a bad okay. dude. So, you know, soccer is back. EPL is back. And my FoxBet account thanks you very much for, for returning. <laughs> we appreciate it. But, again, follow us on Twitter, at SKD215, at the BS line. Eagles, Eagles, ladies and gentlemen, 2020 is upon us. All things are good in the Eagles' house, or at least on the offensive line, especially at left tackle. Thank you, Jason Peters, for doing the right thing. <laughs> And making the move from right guard to left tackle, without uh, before they renegotiate re- re- his contract, which in in, in turn they renegotiated his contract. Yes, Jason Peters on Monday went in Doug Peterson's office. He's like, "Yo, this Matt Pryor thing ain't gonna work. I will move back to left tackle." Doug Peterson was like, "Thank you for your service. We'll see what we can do." And then, and then you got, but this really does show you, Roy, how respected and just admired any sort of superlative that this team thinks of Jason Peters because you had guys like Lane Johnson saying, yeah, redo my contract. Like, I, I mean, not even not even blinking. So I, I think – because I think you could play the whole oh, oh favoritism thing, but respect, I think, would go over favoritism. I, I think these guys are saying, you know what, if there's an exception for making, like, I don't know, like renegotiated contracts, you do it once – you do it for Jason Peters. So, mm-hmm. I, I mean, like, is, is it ideal just to, like, I don't know, 
after you sign a guy three days later, like renegotiate his contract? No. If it was another guy, I'd be like, absolutely not. But for Jason Peters, I'll make the exception. For Jason Peters, for your left tackle, for your for your starting left tackle, who's protecting your quarterback's blind side, again, yes, I will make the exception for Jason Peters to make sure that my left tackle is, is, is you know, lock solid for my $100 million quarterback, Carson Wentz. Now, the Eagles gave Jason Peters earlier this week um, the, the the new financial apology. They they redid his deal. Now he's set to make uh, – he can make up to $8 million. And like Chris said, Lane Johnson said, yeah, if you need to rework my deal, we can rework my deal. So they converted some of his money into a signing bonus and moved some of that – deferred some of that money to later. So Lane Johnson reworked his deal for Jason Peters. And again, as Chris said, this is a sign of respect in the locker room. This is a, you know, this is a good faith effort. Lane, uh, Jason Peters made a good faith move to lead left tackle. So Lane Johnson makes a good faith move and kind of gives up, well, gives up some money, you know, now. But again, yeah. it's all restructuring contracts and moving money. Lane Johnson's still going to get paid, you know, whether it's now or Bobby Bonilla style. He's still going to get this money. So it's not a big deal. You got your offensive line back, you know, more or less, except for right guard, you know, with, with, with Matt Pryor. Are they going to be okay with Matt Pryor at right guard? That's the question. Again, I guess we won't know the answer until Sunday at 4.30, but how do you feel? I guess. I guess. Yeah. No, I, I, I mean, I, I hope people have um, – I hope they realize that the first couple games are going to be preseason games. Like, mm-hmm. more so than most years, because I think a lot of the years, like, the first couple games in general have been, I, I guess, like, uneven because – Guys didn't play long. Like, I don't know, they, they would play, like, a snap or a quarter in, in a game or in the fourth game, they wouldn't play at all. Like, these are the first – this is the first time these dudes are hitting against the, against another opponent. So, you got to have – there's a margin for error. So, I, I mean, like, let's just not get the quarterback killed in week one. Right. I, I mean, like I, – I mean, because the offensive line's always been the biggest strength of the Eagles. This year it is not, but I don't know if does it go to league average? Does it go to good? Does it go to below average? I, I don't know. And they like they've always trusted their depth, and their depth is going to be tested because I don't know who the backups are. <laughs> yeah, your your backups, your your Nate Herbigs, your um, I don't even know who else is behind Nate Herbig. A, Driscoll a, a, did? A, a guard. Well, Driscoll's probably your backup tackle. He might be able to play some guard. Um, yeah, so yeah, they're going to be tested at tested at guard if Matt Pryor isn't the guy. Um, yeah, we don't know about Matt Pryor, and we don't know the future of Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz today said he was frustrated over his contract talks. Um, again, Zach Ertz is in line for a big payday. He saw a lot of guys get paid this offseason. A lot of tight ends, so I. I should say. So did I. I'm yeah. not. I, I'm not looking for a payday there. Well, I'm going to say you saw the Austin Hooper. Austin Hooper get paid. You saw Zach er, uh, Ertz got uh, Ertz, uh, Kittle got paid. You saw um, Travis Kelsey get paid. So a lot of guys getting paid. Zach Ertz not getting paid. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't get paid. I- I'll be honest with you. I don't, I don't, I don't know if he's, I don't know if he's on that bag. I don't know if, if 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 we can share this over the air, but according to Sport Rack or over the cap or or, or 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 some site, the Eagles will be ninety million under the cap over the cap next year. Mm-hmm. Over because the salary cap due to no fans, the salary cap's going to go down. I-, I mean, I'm surprised it didn't go down more. At some point, you can't. There's going to be no renegotiate. Like you, you can't renegotiate 85 contracts, right. and there are going to be a lot of hard decisions to make next year. I think Zach Ertz is going to be one of them. I, I, I well, I mean, that's a decision you need to make now. Mm-hmm. I and 
you had Dallas Goddard who's going to be up for an extension. I don't like it's. I, I feel like this is going to be a, a an issue of of either or, and you got to pick the younger kid. And I know Zach Ertz is great and he has done a lot, but you can't like. I, I mean, there's like people are saying it's the business side of things. No, it's just it's just operating because if you sign Zach Ertz, you're going to have to give up three things. Like, and it's going to be something you don't want to give up. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, it, it might be the decision on do I keep. Zach Ertz, or do I keep Brandon Brooks? Right. Or do I keep Jason Kelsey? Or I don't even know if it wants to come to this. Do I keep Fletcher Cox? Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, like, they're going to be hard decisions regardless of a Zach Ertz extension. But if you did, you would, I think, I feel like it would compound a lot of salad, a lot of your kick the can down the road, your lack of, your lack of success in the draft. I mean, mm-hmm. like, I, like, Next year is going to be doomsday, and I don't know if they want to make it more doomier by by re- extending Zach Ertz. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I was going to say I, I, I don't know if anything's going to happen before the season. Clearly, nothing's going to happen before the season. Yeah, I don't know if anything gets done with, with Zach Ertz this year. Um, and if it doesn't happen during the season, then I don't think it happens. Um, because again, like you said, Z- Dallas Goddard is there, and at some point, you know, when you're 90 million over the cap, like you have to make sacrifices somewhere. And again, some of those guys will be you can renegotiate some of these deals, you know, maybe you know, move around some of Brandon Graham's money to this year and Fletcher Cox and so on and so forth. But you can't move around 90 million. I mean, like 90 million. If you had the choice, Roy, who would mm-hmm. you rather like? No, and I, and the thing about like you can't, it, it's all apples and it's not, it's not an equal thing because. Braden Graham's contract is only – he's probably only on his contract for another year or two. Right. If he signs Zach Ertz, he's going to be here for five. Right. I mean, like, but in the interim, like, if you had a choice between extending Zach Ertz for four or five years or keeping Brandon Graham for one or two, who would you pick? It's It's got to be Graham. I mean, you have to pick Graham. Again, I don't think there's – I don't really think there's a choice. I mean, I know people are, again, game no, – no, no, People don't want to come to that because – of course, fans want to keep. Let's keep everybody. No, sure. you can't keep everybody. No, and and I understand that you're probably get you'll get rid of that Alshon contract. You'll probably this is going to be the last year you see in Deshaun. I mean, but even on top of that, that offensive line is expensive. Mm-hmm. It's expensive, even with a one year Jason Kelsey. Remember, you gave Lane Johnson a massive extension. You gave Brandon Brooks, who's out for the year with an Achilles, a big extension. Right. It's it's just. It, it's going to be pick your poison. And for a – I understand he's a very good player. But for the impact that I would expect a guy to give to give an extension to a guy in his, in his 30s, mm-hmm. I, I need more. And, right. and, I, and I don't think Zach Ertz has given me enough to warrant a four-year extension at the age of 30. No, you're, 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 you're absolutely right. So, yeah, so, so we have questions about Zach Ertz. And, of course, we have questions – about the Eagles as they head into this season opener against the Washington football team. We have a lot of questions about the Washington team because, again, outside of Terry McLaurin, this team at the skill positions is not very good. But you um, know what they're good on? The defensive line. Yeah, that so defensive line you staff. Are, you are going to get – that offensive line is going to get a trial by fire game one because you got Chase Young. Mm-hmm. You got – that that defensive line's very good. And yeah. – there aren't many good things on the Washington football team. So this is this is this I think this is a a nice little pseudo preseason game. Because the Redskins on offense are terrible. I, I mean like they should flat out dominate dominate that Washington offense. Like that but once again, like a pseudo pre 
you should see very good things out of this defensive line. They keep talking this defensive lineup, Fletch, Hargrave, Malik Jackson's back, Brandon Grimm. You need to eat. Yeah, that, that left side of that offensive line for, for Washington, they're brand new. Their left tackle's new, their right guard, their left guard's new. Those dudes, got, like Derek Barnett's got to eat. Malik Jackson's got to eat. Uh, Javon Hargrave's hurt, so I don't think he's going to play. Uh, Vinny Curry, like those guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot about him. Oh, yeah. Guys, what about um, what about Jannard Avery? Is he going to eat? Um, I don't even know if he's healthy. What about know. Josh Sweat? Sweaty Jay, he's got he's got to eat. You can you can you should be able to get in the backfield. But like you said, that Washington defensive line, Chase Young, Ryan Kerrigan, Temple's own Matt Ionitis. Yeah, uh, no, that that's a formidable offensive line. So yeah. I, I mean, this is a nice little litmus test early in the season to see if this Eagles team, because if they can hold up against a pretty good um, defensive line of the let's see Redskins football team, <laughs> uh, I'll. I'll be that. That's my main takeaway. I, I mean, mm-hmm. when at the offense, we can put uh, at the offense. Are they gonna like? I have a feeling this offense is gonna be a little rusty because I, I. I mean, like, you don't know. Like, I mean, a lot of these guys have like the timing is definitely gonna be off. But I, I mean, like, you just hope that they can run the ball. And 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 and, and another thing I'm looking forward to is finally having a shutdown corner. Yes. Or who who can travel with the best, so yes. we will not see Terry McLaurin get three sixty-seven yard touchdowns against the Eagles this season. I hope. Yeah, no, no. Terry McLaurin is going to be locked down by the man who wants to be called Slay. Do not call him. <laughs> do not call him Darius. He said only the grandmama call him Darius. So call him Slay. Slay will be traveling with Terry McLaurin. If you have a, if you have Darius Slay on Terry McLaurin, you should be able to to, to shut these other dudes down. I don't, I don't even see know. The I don't on. even know who the second receiver is. Uh, that kid Sims was his name. It's not Steven. Uh, Cam Sims? Sims? No, no. Um, Steven Sims because they had two Sims and when they cut one, um, was Steven Sims? No, if, if we're struggling with their second running uh, receiver, we probably don't know who the third receiver is. Steven Sims. Okay. Yeah, Steven Sims. Uh, Isaiah Wright. <laughs> Tre- uh, the dude from Temple, Isaiah Wright. All right, all right. This once again for a a very new. Secondary, this should be a good test too. Yeah, Avante should eat. Uh, Craig James should eat. Uh, Sydney Jones. I'm sorry, he's not. He's not here anymore. Um, oh man, no. I wish we had more time to talk about the Sydney Jones era. Oh, we sh- oh we can because the Sydney Jones era could probably you could probably take thirty seconds to talk about <laughs> Sydney Jones era. That one deflection. Exactly. That's- exactly. Um, for the game, Lane Johnson, Miles Sanders, Corey Clement, and Derek Barnett all limited on. Thursday, according to the beat, beat writers, it sounds like Lane and Miles Sanders are going to play TBD on Clement and Derek Barnett. Jalen Rager, full go in practice Thursday. May see him as early as Sunday. Oh, against, oh, oh God. So, Deshaun <laughs> on one side, Jalen Rager on another side. Can you take the top off twice? Can, can you take multiple tops off defenses? I don't I- – I don't. I'm not sure if I'm gonna be able to handle Eagles Twitter if there's a deep. Oh, there will be. I promise you. There will be one. There will be one. I promise you. No, I. I mean, like, but for me, Roy, that is on the. That's down on the list. Like, I would. I like to see something positive from the wide receivers. Yes, but am I expecting like three thirty, like three forty yard bombs? No. Am I expecting competent receiver play? Yes. Competent receiver play, you should get that. And, again, we talk about this Washington defensive line, which is very good. 
outside of the, the king himself, Landon Collins, the all pro himself. Is that Washington secondary scary? Does Ronald Darby scare you? Because he don't scare me. <laughs> he don't scare me. Game. This is a revenge game for Ron Darby. No, I, I mean, the Eagles know Ronald Darby as good as Ronald Darby knows himself. You would think that they should know how to how to see a mismatch. Mm-hmm. So well, this might be 4B on my thing. Can you take advantage of Ronald Darby? And, and you should be able to take advantage of Ronald Darby. Again, you have multiple top takers off of the defense guys. You have a, a re- rejuvenated J-Jaw. You got, again, two of the best tight ends. Or Greg Ward. The best tight end duo. You have Greg Ward. Eagles 24 red. Oh, excuse me. Washington football team 13. That's my number. I'm sticking to it. What do you got? I don't know. I scored 24 points. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm going to go. 24, I, baby. I, I think the Washington offense is terrible, even though uh, I get they're it. not good. I'm going to go 20 to 10. All right. 20. You're, you're right. You're right there. You're right there. Ray, Rayfield did dress 20 to 7. So you're right. You're right in the white ball. Park. Yeah, no, I, I just feel like, I, like, I feel a lot of unders are going to hit the, the, the first couple weeks because I, I just feel like because I like I just reading a bunch of stuff. It feels like in general defenses are ahead of offenses. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean it's and the timing like the time like car like other than like when he went to like North Dakota or wherever the heck they they met up Texas like Carson really hasn't thrown to these guys no. and I, I mean you could easily say just go deep but I mean like. It, it, is J.J. going to be at the right place on a dig route? Like, I, I mean, like, probably has good chemistry with Deshaun, but I mean, like, other than Rieger, I mean, like, he hasn't thrown to him, and he's been hurt the last week. So, yeah. I mean, like, like, I just temper expectations, people. Let, let's hope they can run the rock. Mm-hmm. I hope if Miles Sanders is there. I don't even know who the backup running back is. If Clement's out, is it? Boston Paul? Scott. Boston Scott. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, so we both predicting the Eagles win, but most importantly, we are here for the other predictions, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, the 2020 Eagles predictions. Again, this is a, a coronavirus COVID-19 year, so these predictions are a little bit different than, than most years. Chris Domingo, what do you have, sir? All right, I'm going to go just for the – I'm going to start at the quarterback position. Yes. I'm going to go because I feel like Carson Wentz, like I still don't know what this – what the – what will be the strong point of this offense? I don't. I, I, I mean, like, it should be the running game, but if you don't have a backup running back, I worry about that. So I'm going to go with the offense. I would, I'm going to go with the passing game. Mm-hmm. You got Ertz and Goddard. You got, I mean, what seems like a, a like a, a rookie who's ready to contribute in Rieger, a healthy Deshaun, I hope, um, and hopefully passable play by Jay Jaw. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go 4175 mm. Carson. He threw touchdowns to nobody last year. So, nobody. Um, I'm going to go because I think the first couple games are going to be a wash. I'm going to go 29 and 13. Ooh. Throwing the ball over the, all over the lot, Carson Wentz. 29 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. Okay. All right. I'm not mad at that. I'm not, I think I think the, the interception is probably a little high, but again, you got a lot of young receivers and a lot of. Yeah, no. I, like, like, like that, like. It, and, and and one I know he's been very good about like keeping like tur- keeping the turnovers over and and more importantly he plays sixteen games again sixteen games that's the most important stat sixteen games for Carson Wentz all right they Miles. will not have to call Josh McCowan 
home from Texas. By the way, <laughs> can people just stop complaining about that? Like, I, I mean, he's a practice squad guy. Come Are people on. really mad about that? Yes. About your fourth string quarterback? They brought up Cap. Like, what do you? What... He's your fourth string quarterback. What are we talking about, dummies? He's a fourth string quarterback. He's, like, he he's coaching his son's high school team. Like, <laughs> like I, I I mean, but I, I I think everyone in consensus wanted this dude in the organization. So you know what? You like a coach would make more. Yes. First of all, if you call Colin Kaepernick or call Colin Kaepernick's agent and say, hey, Colin Kaepernick, we want you to be our four-string quarterback. We'll pay you $12,000 a week. He will hang the phone up on you immediately. Oh, but you could stay home. (laughs) Yeah, he would hang the phone up on you immediately. All right, immediately. I mean, like, I love this move. I love Josh McCown. Yes. And and it shows, like, in – and I think in a year you can just see, like, the respect of guys. Like a Peters. Peters has been here for a long time. But, like, it's – to a man, these guys were like, yes, Uncle Josh – Old man Josh is back. I mean, like, but having that mind in the room and just having just some for, for Carson on, on a Zoom to, like, bounce ideas off of. Because, like, people forget. Like, I, I mean, like, you're still trying to develop a quarterback. I, sure. I mean, like, Carson Wentz is still the most important player on the Eagles. So anything yeah. to help Carson Wentz is a big bonus, even if it costs you twelve grand. I'm hey, like, look. And, and paying Josh McCown twelve grand a week to jump on Zoom meetings, to coach up notes, <laughs> to coach up Carson, and to coach up Jalen Hurts, your second round pick, and to coach up Nate Sudfeld, who you like as well. Ooh, that's, ooh, a, that's a bargain. Ooh, ooh, ooh. here's a, here's a, uh, here's um, a bet of the week because I I, 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 thought of something. We're gonna do an Eagles related bet of the week. I like this. I like this. Over under. On Jalen Hurts plays this week, I'm gonna go with set the number. Set the number. Set the over number. Over under three. All right, let's say two and a half. Two and a half. <sighs> Doug has a tendency to get cute. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! This would be the cutiest thing ever because one, no one's game plan. Like no one knows how to game plan for teams at all. And I feel in their mind, Jalen Hurts is this like kind of unknown weapon X kind mm-hmm. of thing. So you just throw him in on like a, a second down and the team and, and Washington scrambles. Like, I, I feel like I'm going to go over. I feel like they're going to get him in for three plays. If you're going to do it, I would do it this week because as opposed to next week, because I, I wouldn't do it against the Rams. But nah, that Redskins def- defensive line is really good. I'll say on. Mucho ha cambiado, pero una cosa es cierta. Dark Cars Toyota en Silver Spring te ahorrará tiempo y dinero. Recibe financiamiento del 0% en Camrys, RAV4s y Tacomas. Visita darkcarstoyota.com. Sin pago inicial no se puede combinar con otras ofertas. Excluye híbridos. 0% APR en Toyota Financial Services. 60 pagos mensuales de $16.67 por cada mil dólares de préstamo. Para compradores calificados con crédito aprobado. No todos los compradores calificarán. Más impuesto, placa, título y $300 dólares por cargos de procesamiento del concesionario. Visita el distribuidor para más detalles. Termina el 1 de junio del 2020. Today, answers matter more than ever before. That's why IBM is helping businesses manage customer questions with Watson Assistant. It's conversational AI designed to work for any industry. Let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash Watson Assistant. Only because, okay. again, that D-line's pretty good. I don't know if you want to throw that kid out to the wolves yet, but we probably see. He might. I, I'll say. I'll say it'll probably be like two plays. I think he might get a couple get. But no, but I think we're in agreement yeah. that you will see Jalen Hurts in this game. I think so. I think that's a good. That's a good. You got to throw it out on the Twitter. That's a good one. That's okay. a good one. Throw it out on Sunday, Sunday, Sunday morning or something. Because, that's a good one. 
That's a good one. I like that. During all this COVID stuff, people forgot that they drafted a quarterback in the second in the round. Second round. It's probably a good round. thing because I don't know if I can handle those takes. In the second round. All right, Miles Sanders. What do you what do you have for Miles Sanders this year? I'm gonna go. People are really high on him, and I, I know he's good, but you need you also need a guy to spell the kid, and there isn't one. I feel like he's gonna run a lot. He's gonna be tired. I'm gonna go. He's gonna have. He'll have a thousand seventy-five yards. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go eight total touchdowns. Eight Rush total. Him. Okay, because he had six last year, three and three. Um, so eight total touchdowns from Miles Sanders. A thousand, if he has that, a thousand yards, a thousand, a thousand rushing yards, 1,075 rushing yards? Yes. Okay. All right. How I, many I think he'll have around like maybe 13, 1,400 total. Because the, the reason why he got so many touches last year is because they had no one to throw to. Yeah, everybody else was trash, right. Yeah, so I mean, like instead of – Throwing that dump off to Miles, maybe you'll throw it to Jalen Rieger. All right. Now, most importantly, since you brought up the wide receivers, most <laughs> importantly, the greatest wide receiver on this team, Deshaun F. Jackson. I need your unbiased opinion oh. about Deshaun Jackson this year. All right. Here I'm we go. go. Here we go. 13 games played. I thought you said 1,300 yards. All right. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to go 49 catches mm-hmm. or. I'm going to say 735 okay. and seven touchdowns. I don't hate that. I don't hate that. I don't hate that. I think you might have a couple, few more catches, but not many more because he's Deshaun. Yeah, yeah, no. Like, no, like, no, like, I mean, like, he'll still command the team's number one, number one cornerback. And I think that will help Jalen Rieger, who mm-hmm. I think will – I'm I'm not gonna go overboard on him. I'm gonna go. I'll go thirty-two catches for, but I feel like a lot of his stuff's gonna be deep. Yeah. I'm gonna go thirty-two catches for four sixty mm-hmm. and three. Okay. All right. That's not bad. And so and I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say for the tight ends, if we just combine Ertz and Goddard, I I, I think they get a fair. The fair share of the like, I'll say, they between those two, they get, I'd say, twenty one hundred yards, and Ooh. and I'll Ooh. say ten touchdowns. Oh, so those guys, so those guys are gonna be working this year. Yes. Okay. Like, like because I think, isn't that the plan to open things up? Uh, because now they're not gonna get the one the double coverage, and Carson's been done to like the throw to to Ertz. So, I, I mean, like, I, I feel like – and my breakout Eagles player this season will be Dallas Goddard. So, you're saying 2,100 for the for the tight end. So, let's say roughly – and, again, you break it down however you want. So, what, 1,250 and 850 yards-wise maybe? Wrong. I'm going to okay. say – I'm going to say it's, it's almost even between Goddard and Ertz on, wow. on, on the yards. And I feel Goddard will have seven, no, six touchdowns versus Ertz's five. So if Dallas Goddard does that, Zach Ertz needs to pack up him. And, yeah. and, I, and God bless Julie Ertz, but they need to pack up and figure out a place to go. <laughs> no, because yeah. isn't that what the season should be, too, is you got to, like, move. I remember the press conference. I mean, it's there for in perpetuity. We got to get younger. We got to mm-hmm. not stick with like the dudes who won a Super Bowl 50 something. I mean, and you need one of these rookies to step up. I, I, I mean, like, like, Derek Barnett's fine. Like, has he been a, a bust? No. 
Hmm. But you expected him. You expected him to be good enough where you didn't need Brandon Graham. Right. You need Brandon Graham. You need like I don't know. You need a lot of the like you needed to sign Javon Hargrave. You need Vinny Curry. You know you need yes. him. Yes, yeah. yes, you called up Vinny Curry for the 14th time. Yeah. If if Derek Barnett was even remotely close to what we thought he was, you wouldn't need to sign Vinny Curry. You wouldn't need to trade a fourth round pick for a guy who's like the fifth D end. Like so I, I mean like we said last year the dudes who needed to step up were were Sidney Jones and Derek Barnett. This year for me, Dallas Goddard on defense on offense needed to step up and on and on defense, Malik Jackson. People forget he was he was the Eagles' premier signing last year before right. he got hurt in like the first play. Yeah. So I, I think like you need because he's versatile. He could play on the end. He could play inside. So those are the two guys. I, I mean, if these guys want to make the playoffs, we'll we'll get to my prediction. We'll get, we'll get that. We'll get that in a little bit. No, we'll, I, we'll, I, really quick before we, before we wrap up the offense. After the offense, we'll take a break. After we wrap up the offense, you said you said uh, Deshaun Jackson seven thirty five on yards. Is he your is he your top gaining wide receiver in terms of yards? Because again, you have Greg Ward, you have Alshon Jeffrey, Ooh. you have J Jaw. You, you, you know who they are. So <laughs> so so is Deshaun going to lead the team yeah. or the wide receivers in yards? Yeah, let's just okay. say you will you will break the Mendoza line this year of having a guy. Over, you'll have multiple guys over five hundred. Okay, that was my question. That was my question. All right, so I, you, you know have, what? I think. I, I think your second most productive wide receiver in terms of yards, not mm-hmm. like right. wide receiver, will be Greg Ward. That's a reasonable. Ex- I, I agree. I think that's a reasonable just expectation. Out of, just almost out of default because right. he'll be the most available guy, mm-hmm. and he'll be in the slot. He'll get a ton of catches, like or or good enough. Like I think he'll be crazy enough. I think he'll be third on the team in catches. Yeah, and like I think he'll be right near Deshaun in terms of catches, like third or fourth. I mean, he'll be right there. So yeah, like it makes sense. I mean, again, All right, so over on uh, another another number over under on games that Alshon Jeffrey plays this year. All right, let me let, let's take a quick break. Let me think about this. We'll take a quick break. On the other side, I will give you the Alshon Jeffrey prediction. Actually, no, set the, think of a number. Okay. Or the other side, we'll do the Ashawn Jeffrey thing, and then we will get into the defense because I because I have questions about the defense as well. Let's take a break right here. You're listening to the Broad Street Line, 106.5 FM, WPPM LP, Philadelphia. Time to play the game. Time to play the game. <laughs> Welcome back to the Brawl Line alongside Chris Domingo and Roy Burton, segment number two of the show. We were continuing our Eagles predictions. Chris, before the break, said Alshon Jeffrey over under for games in the 2020 season. What number have you set, sir? Seven and a half. Seven and a half games. Wow, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Seven and a half games. Uh, you know me, I am optimistic by nature. He's not on PUP. He can come back technically, basically, whenever he's ready. I got to go under. I got to go under. I'm he's gonna, under. No, okay. I, uh, to be honest, I feel that the, the Eagles receiver, the receiver position 
will be good enough where they deactivate him a bunch of games. He'll be a healthy scratch? Yes. Wow. That, that's my bold prediction. That's a bold prediction. That's a bold prediction. That's a bold. I don't think he'll be a healthy scratch. I think he'll be the nagging injury guy. I think okay. he'll come back and be like, oh, here's my groin again. Oh, here's my wrist again. Here's my back yeah, again. You, you know what? That's probably the thing. But, like, there's no way that, like, they can spin it as much as they want. That team doesn't trust him. The only reason why he's on the team is they couldn't trade him for a ninth round pick. Like, right. I, I mean, like, he's just there. And, mm-hmm. like, they're going to hope that, like, he doesn't leak anything else. Like, I, I mean, like, they're, like, trust me. Like, I have a feeling they're just – they're not factoring him in. I, I mean, they're, they're trying to spin it as, 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 as nicely as they want. But right. you brought in a bunch of these dudes with the hope. Like, that's why I think Rieger being pl- playable early is a godsend for them. And, and same thing with J-Jaw looking comp- – hopefully looking competent this year. I, I mean, those two guys will determine – the fate of Alshon Jeffrey this year? No, one hundred percent. Yeah. Well, if you get if you get you know what we think we can get out of Jalen Rager, and what Jay Jaw is supposedly doing after buying that Jugs machine, then that <laughs> tells you what you need to know about Alshon. But we got to talk about this defense. Let's talk about this defensive line. Just you have to go through the whole line. Who will lead the Eagles in sacks this year? I need to know. It's a lot of candidates. It's a very talented line. I'm going to go. I have a feeling this will be a very committee-esque sack committee. Mm-hmm. And I think that this is going to be wild. I think Malik Jackson leads the team in sacks. Give me a number. Eight. Okay. But so- I think a lot of dudes have six, seven. Like, like a lot of people will be pushing eight. I just – I don't see a bona fide pass rusher. Like, bona fide pass rushers get ten sacks. And I and Grant, this is another year of – uh, another another year, Brandon Graham getting older and blocking people on Twitter. Like I mean, <laughs> one less, and he had a good year last year. But I don't see him getting ten sacks. He didn't get ten sacks last year. He was so, an eight and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I I feel like this defense will be will be good. I, I like maybe very good, but not scary. And mm-hmm. I think for this team to be good or to be a a a a, a team that makes noise in January or whenever the hell they play the playoffs, you need a scary defense and mm-hmm. there's nothing and maybe it evolves, but I don't, I, I'm not, I don't see a scary defense. I see a very solid, like the Eagles are just a very solid team. Mm-hmm. But does solid get you, does the solid get you a win in the playoffs? And in my case, does it even get you in the playoffs? Mm. Yes. Yeah, so the solid gets you in the, get you in the playoffs. Well, again, there are now seven teams in each conference in the playoffs thanks to the expanded playoffs in the NFL. So basically, four, well, not basically 14 out of 32 teams are going to get one of those letters from the commissioner uh, to extend their season. The Eagles have a good chance to extend their season because, again, like you said, the defense is solid. Now you, you've, incre- you've been, uh, improved your defensive backfield with Darius Slay. Just in general, is Darius Slay going to be the guy we think he, he's, he, he was signed to be? Is he going to be a top 10 cornerback? Yes. Okay, I think so too. I, I'm not worried about Darius Slay. I'm not really but, worried as much. But is about he going to be DPOY? No. Oh yeah, no, God, no, 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 no. no. But again, he's going to be solid. Yeah, you know what? Solid's a really good term for this team because again, a defensive backfield, solid. Like, like the line, the linebackers stink, but I mean, the defensive line's really good. So you average it out, it's solid. Like you know, yeah, and I think with the offense, right? 
Quarterback is good. Quarterback's really good. Tight really good. I think the offensive line will be good. Mm -hmm. I think the wide receiving core will be better than last year, but not scary. good. Right. Uh, And I think the running game, crazy as it sounds, in in, in this era, like, I think your lack of running back depth is going to hurt you. I Mm -hmm. I mean, like, like, you need you need a one B, and they don't have a one B, and that I feel like is gonna like hinder this. Like I, I just feel like for this team to be good, or this team to be as good as they can be, you really need that that running game to 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 be like the bell cow. Mm-hmm. Like I don't like I don't know play action. Like I don't know leads to the big plays down the field. I just don't see this team currently as a team that should. Pass first and run second. And, no, no, I, yeah, I and right now, I think it's going to be a pass first team. I agree. I, yeah, I think it's going to be. A, I think it's going to be a pass first team. And obviously, you know, forty one hundred yards for Carson Wentz. You think it's going to be that as well? We're not going game by game because we already did the game by game and that, that stuff. And we have no idea because we have no idea what these teams look like. Yeah. And as far as that, but at the end of the season, at the end of the regular season, when all is said and done, the Philadelphia Eagles record on January. Fourth or whatever the season ends this year will be what nine and seven. 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 I can't go nine and seven. I'll go, I'll go ten and six. I think it's a ten. And, I think it is a ten and sixteen. But that really depends on a lot of guys staying healthy. That depends on a lot of other things falling in place around the league. As far as other teams, just <laughs> will they make the playoffs? I think they made the playoffs. I think they I make, the make the playoffs. You do not think they make the playoffs, no. even in, even with even with was it three wild cards? They did not make the playoffs. I think that there are going to be a couple teams that come out of nowhere. That like it happens every year. It happens every year. I mean, a couple teams like that made the playoffs. Like what teams last year won't make the playoffs? What teams that made it last year that won't make the playoffs? Yeah, the Rams. I think will be one. Yes. Well, let, let's let's break it down. Division, so division winners, because see, I think the Eagles, and I'm probably biased, but whatever. I have the Eagles winning the division, but again, I'll, I can flip flop them with the Cowboys. But I think division winners: Saints, Seahawks, Packers, Eagles, Bucks, Cowboys, Niners, are your wild cards. Those are those are my seven. I'm gonna go. I can flop the Eagles and Cowboys. I'm gonna go Cowboys, down. Vikings, Vikings, uh, Seahawks, Saints. Mm-hmm. And my three wild card teams are uh, um, San Francisco, um, Tampa Bay, Mm -hmm. and Detroit. So no Rams. No Rams. No no Falcons. No. The two teams that that, that made it last year that won't make it are the Eagles and the Rams. And again, like I wouldn't be surprised. Again, I wouldn't wouldn't shock me if the because again, you're fighting a lot of teams and and there's like the NFL, well, actually both both conferences. Both conferences have some pretty good teams up top. Like they're both kind of top. No, there aren't many. Like and one like at some point the Eagles aren't going to beat the Giants twice. Mm-hmm. Like I mean they they've owned the Giants for years and like the Giants they're not good but they're better. Uh, like I mean why you, you might beat Washington twice. And I'm sorry Dallas is Dallas across the board is better than the Eagles. I, I mean like it's like that. Dude, like people don't want to talk about. They just signed Everson Griffin. And now, like, I, I mean, I know they lost Byron Jones, but, like, that offensive line still intact. Their skill, their skill players are – they're so much they're so much better than the Eagles. Sorry. I, I mean, like, they're three receivers. Like, like, you can't – on any level, Amari Gallup and, and CeeDee Lamb 
versus Deshaun, Greg Ward, and JJ or Jalen Rieger. Come on. But their skill positions were better than the Eagles last year, and the Eagles still won a division. So, I mean, it's like because the Cowboys, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. you know, pulled like a 10. Like, and, and I feel. I, I know it's hard to say, but I feel like Dak Prescott takes a, a a nice leap into not to being perceived as not a game manager. Ah, so he, so he, so he, and again, and I think that's pretty much. I think that's a kind of a bad knock on Dak because I think he's a little bit more than a game manager. Yeah, but but that is the that is the knock that is the kind of the, no. The I, I people feel he's a product of, of that talent of the talent around him, right. and I feel he'll get more credit this year because I think he will be in the mix. For MVP. Mm, very bold prediction. All right. You don't have to tell me if they win or whatever. Who comes out of the NFC? I'm going to go Seattle. All right. So you have Seattle. Seattle is my 1A pick, but I already put $10 on the Saints way, way long, long before uh, Drew Brees had his uh, Black Lives Matter awakening. So I will stay with the Saints. I really like Seattle. I think Seattle's, oh, no, I, I think I, Seattle's I, I ready. I, I, I'm ashamed to admit when I was in a Russell Wilson fan, and I, I feel like next to Mahomes, he's the best. He's the best quarter. Like he's a for me a top five player. Period. And they got Jamal Adams. That secondary is is very 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 good. good. Very, good. very good. I mean, yeah. they're not they, they're not going to have pass rush, but I feel like they're going to test the the theory of what would you rather have an elite secondary. And a, a a and a, and a pass rush you need to scheme, or a or a great or a great pass rush and a secondary like the Eagles had last year. Right. And I feel like they're, I, I think they're going to figure it out because that secondary, your that secondary is very good. You're very 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 good secondary. All right, let's switch gears to the AFC. My division winners in the AFC: you have the Chiefs, the Ravens, the Patriots again, and the Titans. My wild cards are the Steelers, the Texans, and the Bills. Who do you have coming out of the AFC? Oh, wow. You have New England winning the division again. I do. I do. And, again, so there's some cam bias. Again, I have no idea if Miami's good. I know the Bills are nice, but I, I don't know how nice. I don't know how Stephon Diggs is going yeah. to translate. But I think they'll be good. But, yeah, I have New England winning again. Who do you, who okay. do you have? I have, I, I have um, KC, mm-hmm. Buffalo, mm-hmm. Um. Tennessee and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, okay, not mad at that. And yeah, the wild, and, who are your wild cards? The wild cards are the Patriots, the Colts, mm. and the Ravens. Okay, I thought about the Colts. I thought about the Colts. I don't know how to read the Colts. Yeah, no, no, no. Like they're they're the most unreadable team. But I, I mean, yeah. like that that team's young. That offensive line's real good. And Philip. I feel like this is going to be one last ride in the sun for for the man with with the bowleg tie, Philip Rivers. And yeah. I, I have, in a surprise, I have Pittsburgh coming out. Wow, that's the second. You're the second person today I heard say Pittsburgh. I, I mean, like people <laughs> forget that defense is very good. Like you have like a, a premier pass rusher in T.J. Watt. You have one of the best secondary players in Minka Fitzpatrick. And you get Ben back. I, I mean, that team barely made, almost made the playoffs with du- a guy named Duck. Duck. So, Duck and, and Mason. And I feel like mm. having Ben back there will just open a lot of things up for everyone. Like, I was going to open up for Connor. It's going to open up for Juju. My one of my breakout players of the year, Deontay Johnson, mm-hmm. I, I, I'd wide receiver. 
So I feel like the easy pick is KC. I, I mean, they yeah. like, like, but stranger things have happened, and and I and I just have a feeling about Mike Tomlin doing it one last time, and I feel that there will be a Super Bowl champion in Pennsylvania. <laughs> Unfortunately, it will not be the Eagles. They have Eric Ebron too, again, who had a little rejuvenation his final breakout season. His finally had his breakout season last year. Um, you have the Steelers, so you have the Steelers over the Seahawks in the Super Bowl. Yes. Um, I have the Ravens coming out of the AFC. I think it's going to be Lamar Jackson's time to shine on the stage. However, one more time for Mr. Black Lives Matter himself, Drew Brees. Wow. Wow. When- Drew. Because then I think that will change the narrative on Drew Brees. Because if he can get yes. one more, if one he can more. get one more Super one Bowl, more. I think he moves up a lot of people's boards, including mine. If you were yeah. to win another Super Bowl with a pop gun arm, and I, I mean, like, and not having that New Orleans home field, because right. I mean, like, that's what, like, I mean, you're going to tell a lot about team not having that home field advantage. Like, you're not going to be able to play get your role on after touchdowns, or maybe you will. I, I mean, but I, I mean, it's, you're going to like the team that wins this seat, wins the Super Bowl season, they're going to be really bleeping good. Yeah. I, I, you're not going to say some home field advantage or some home cooking. You're going to like this be better. Yeah. Like it's going to be just, you know, line up man on man, you know, beat your man on the other side of the, of the line. Like who's better. That's all it's going to be. It's not going to be like, Oh, I can't hear the audibles or I can't. Yeah, you know, no, no. Another you know, no. thing. Like, I mean, like home, like, Home field advantage for a lot of teams, like the Eagles. The Eagles mm-hmm. always play good at home, and I, I mean, like, is it? Are they gonna like? It's gonna be almost impossible for them not to play as good as they would if you had seventy five thousand fans. Right. Like again, like we, like we've been in the Superdome. We've seen the Eagles get get stomped on in the Superdome. You can't hear audibles. Yeah. You can't hear signals. But now with no fans, again, it kind of evens that out. It's like, yo, who's just who's better? Like, who can execute better? Like, what? Coach- yeah has a better game plan for the other team, period, point blank. That's all you're going to need to know in this season. It's going to be a, a crazy season, a wild season. And like Chris says, you know, as we're taping this, it starts in less than two hours. Um, but as you listen to this, again, the full boat of games, um, or the rest of the week one will continue on this Sunday and this Monday. Um, it's going to be a wild, wild NFL season. But before we finish up this show, we have to talk some basketball because these Sixers are on the hunt for a new coach, ladies and gentlemen. I doubt they will hire one between the time we taped this and the time this airs. Um, Tyron Lue has appeared to be the leader in the clubhouse before Brett Brown got fired. Um, although Billy Donovan got fired this week, and that changes nothing for me. I don't know if it changes anything for you. Um, yeah, no, so, yeah. no, no it, it, it all comes back to accountability. And um, I think Billy had a had a problem, but he wasn't able to garner enough respect from the superstar players when they were there. I mean, he did a hell of a job coaching, like, I don't know, like, guys who weren't supposed to be like they weren't supposed to be good this year and he coached the hell out of them so i think he's probably looking for an upgrade over that and Mm -hmm. i just don't know if he could get to ben and joe the way i think lou will so i mean like just hire the guy (laughs) yeah yeah billy donovan's not the guy and and steve nash is not the guy either because he just signed a four-year deal to be the new head coach of the Brooklyn Nets, uh, obviously this is a move that Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving signed off on because they would not allow it to happen. Otherwise, <laughs> Steve Nash with no coaching experience um, just comes in and you know coaches the Nets. Um, we can talk about the white privilege thing if we want to. That's fine. It's Steve. I don't care. Then that's. I mean, I don't care who their coach is. I mean, just roll the balls out when you have Kyrie and Kevin Durant. You know what? You're going to win 50 uh, games. Emil, 
Al Hassan said it best. You know what? This is called superstar privilege. It that, yeah. like 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 this is I, I I mean like like it I, I mean like superstars like Magic Magic got a co- head coaching job with no experience. Isaiah, Larry, yeah, like like they just jump they jump the line mm-hmm. regardless of of black or white. If you're a superstar and you carry the league, you have earned that jump over people privilege and i kind of and i agree with that i mean are there a lot of instances where, where privilege is is an example of, of of black coaches not getting jobs yet this ain't one of them so let's say let's use that energy for something worthwhile the yeah. end yeah let's let's use that energy to to fight this Sixers stupid proposal at the delaware river waterfront they got shut down this week thankfully because this proposal was terrible i don't know if you saw it but they proposed, Josh Harris and his friends proposed a $4 billion complex that included an 18,500-seat arena that would have used $700 million in public funds. Now, I saw the picture of it. I don't know if you saw the, the, the rendering. It's a pretty nice-looking stadium. However, there ain't no place to park down there, people. Can we and, have a discussion about this? Yes, and it's not conducive to public transportation. No. Very residential. Yes. Uh, I, like, Clum- traffic on Columbus Boulevard sucks without one. Like with nothing, like frankly, there's nothing on Columbus Boulevard right now. No, nothing. no. there's no, like there's there's some condos. Excuse me, but there's nothing that attracts. But that would be an absolute disaster because I I understand the concept of uh, of a stadium downtown is wonderful, but mm-hmm. but 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 feasibly it, it it's 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 a it's a no it's a no show, and I hope these dudes. Get the hint and just stay in South Philly. Sell the team. I like like this this ownership group of bozos really makes it hard for me to like love this team. I obviously I'll love them forever, but I mean these guys just suck. And like I don't know, there's no other way to put it around there. Like like the front office sucks. Like like every honestly, right, everything about this team right now sucks. Like I like mm-hmm. like even the players. Like I, I'm not crazy about these players at this point because like I understand that like I, I like. Like Brett Brown, like kind of a nail, but some you need to put the pressure on some of these dudes for 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 not understanding like their their responsibility in all this. And until these dudes frankly grow up, I it's going to be hard for me. Even if you trade Chris Paul, mm-hmm. like Chris Paul, is Chris Paul going to be able to get to like is a combination of Ty Lu and Chris Paul going to be able to get Ben Simmons? Because I hope the moral of these bubble playoffs is you need to be able to shoot. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, like, you need to – and Giannis, Westbrook, Siakam to a point. If you have this massive hole, you're going to get exploited and you won't win big. And until the world figures this out, we're going to be in this thing of, oh, if we scheme around – like, I don't know. If we, if we just <laughs> leave – like, if we try to scheme around a guy who can't – unwilling and or can't shoot, mm-hmm. you're not going to win anything. And mm-hmm. I hope when you read the cliff notes of this, is like – I mean, Miami was able to shut down Giannis, and and they just played off of him, and and, and you know what, Giannis needs to get better shooting, period. No, you're you're absolutely right. No, we've seen over the last week or so, or a couple of weeks, we've seen a lot of guys who can make shots, who can get buckets. Sixers don't have a lot of guys who can make shots and get buckets and create their own shot. And again, we've seen those guys, and we've seen a lot of, like you said on Twitter, a lot of dogs. Seen a yeah. lot of dogs. Positive, yeah, no, in the positive like, sense. Who's been the like, and, and I think what people need to realize is 
your what are you, your dogs your dog players need to be good. Like mm-hmm. I, I mean, like you can't have your dog be TJ McConnell. Right. Like like Kyle Lowry, Marcus Smart. These guys are good players who are tough. Like that that are they they are willing to do anything to win a game, mm-hmm. and they can do that because they're good. Right. Like I, I mean, like who on the Sixers has been that in the last half decade? Not many guys. Who who's been good? I mean, other than Jimmy, no. I mean, I can't name. I can't really name a guy. Yeah, I no. I, I mean, I hate to give the devil his due, but man, he Jimmy Butler is willing that like he's willing his kind of like his damn like philosophy. He's like, we're gonna we got some ballers on this team, and he, and he's like, and kudos to him, it's working because that team's mm-hmm. not talented, but they're hell, but but they're greatly coached, and they play hard. Like, and I think like. That's what I've learned about, like, I don't know. Like, talent is great, but if you're not playing hard and together, you're not doing anything. No, you're not doing anything, and, and we have nothing else to do because we got to get out of here. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. 106.5 FM, WPPM, LP, Philadelphia. We'll talk more about Jimmy Butler and hopefully talk about an Eagles win next week on the show. But until then, we are out of here. Mr. Domingo, take us out, please. Have a great weekend, everyone. See you, guys. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Listen up. Music is a reflection of who you are. Now, your pizza game is too. Because at Am Pizza, quality ingredients, unlimited toppings, and gluten-free and vegan options are always our jam. Want that sweet heat of a spicy sauce and hot honey drizzle? Try the American honey. Jones it for pepperoni, salami, and sausage. Get that maverick. Rock out with our hits or remix that next level's up. Check out ampizza.com. Text us at 20003 or visit our shops throughout the DMV.